Wait, this is his favorite episode? Yeah, one of them. Hold on. Yeah, he was excited to watch this episode. We're live now. We're doing the podcast now. Oh, okay. Um, Frank was here. (laughs) And that's how we start. Was that real? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was such a sarcastic sneeze. (laughs) Shit. You gave me the the finger via sneeze. That was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like a bunch of little middle fingers flew out. You got to put a headphone warning on this one. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have to censor that out. Yeah. Yeah. Just Frank... make it one long just make it one long bleep. Practicing them dad sneezes. Yeah. I got I got a dad sneeze for sure. Mine's yeah, like rah, rah. I got the uh the dad waking up down to a T though. My wife wakes me up before I'm ready. Just, what <laughs> do you do the uh, I don't want to write the poem? <laughs> yeah. Do I do the what Phoenix? Do you gotta clear out like seven people's nasal passages? Yeah, <laughs> that thing basically. Scratch thing. yourself on the way to the toilet. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I blow at least six snot, snot rockets every time I take a shower. Yeah, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> it's the best time to do it. It it really is. Especially if you shower before bed, then you go to bed. Nose is nice and clear. Yeah, I mean, I just blow my oh, nose before bed, but yeah. Yeah, you don't have to use the shower. Do you take a, sh- a second shower just so you can, just so you can do that? No, I mean I just usually shower before I go to bed. Oh, you're one of those. You're a lady. You're a beautiful lady. It's fine. I like to turn off all the lights. Let, step light. in the shower and just put my head under it. I like to light a scented, like... a scented candle. I play some uh, <laughs> yeah. sensual exactly. music. Just some lavender bath. I gotta make. I gotta make a night of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I just treat very, myself. Very you know? white. Oh, welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review. Let's hear a theme song, shall we? Um, sure. Adam, pick a number one to four. Three. Jansen, one to five. One. Well, where's my dad? Well, it should be obvious to even the most dim-witted individual who holds an advanced degree in hyperbolic topology that Homer Simpson has stumbled into the third dimension. Ordering in Wonderland, Twilight Zone Review. Homer, where are you? Somewhere where I don't know where I am. Welcome to LIW Twilight Zone Review, episode 203 of The Encounter. 531 The Twilight Zone, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox. I'm Frank Links. I'm Jansen Carlin. We did it. We did Two it. Two in a row. Wow, look we, at that. I know. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Who's talking? The ribbit? I plugged the wrong. I, pl- I, I plugged the wrong cord into my iPad. All right. Oh yeah. No, no rush. Um, let me know when you're ready. We'll play the intro to the episode. I, I was just saying before we started going live that you, it was weird that you weren't here because you were the one that was super excited to watch this episode. Oh yeah. I mean, well, that's what. Like, I kind, I kind of wanted to come in last minute because I didn't want to like, blow, you know, blow, blow my load before the. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Someone else was blowing their load when we got live. When, before we got live. No, I mean like, no god. Okay. No, like there, there's like episodes that you know. Um, yeah, this is like one of the episodes. Are yeah, 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 I'll get into it later. Here we go. I found some stuff I haven't even seen since the war. Hey, get a load of this, will you? <laughs> Can you imagine? I once got into it. Sure. Why not? Yeah, you're just being polite. I'm a tub of rancid lard now, but I was pretty tough once. I went all through Saipan and Okinawa. Yeah, check my fruit salad. Crazy, huh? It's a genuine samurai sword. Not a fake like most you see around. I took it off a Jap officer who tried to cut off my noggin. There's something engraved on it. Maybe you can translate it for me. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. Two men alone in an attic. A young Japanese American and a seasoned veteran of yesterday's war. 
It's 20 odd years since Pearl Harbor. But two ancient opponents are moving into position for a battle in an attic, crammed with skeletons, souvenirs, mementos, old uniforms, and rusted medals. Ghosts from the dim reaches of the past that will lead us into the Twilight Zone. Spooky, spooky. Okay, so Frank, yeah. you were the one that was excited to watch this. Go ahead and uh, say Tell your piece, I guess. All right, so <laughs> um, my grandfather had a VHS tape with like five episodes on it. And I, I know it was Nightmare at 20,000 Feet was on there. Previously um, on LAW, the Twice in Review. Huh? We talked about that. We made a list. About what? No, I was just saying, referencing that we did talk about that before. The VHS. Oh, right, right. So basically, this episode was on there. And this was back in like nine, like this was back in the early 80s when I was watching this with my grandfather. So he and he was telling me that this episode, you know, they they banned it. You know, this is the only way you can get it is through the uh, VHS. And (laughs) wow, was it racist as fuck? (laughs) That guy is awesome. Uh, yeah, racism at, at, at its best. Yeah, and that's why Frank likes it. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, why I like it is, it's like like yeah, and the the that that's why I like that fourth season episode that you hate. You know, um, uh, nightmare like twenty fathoms or whatever. <laughs> oh, thirty, 30 fathom grave. That yeah, that one because that one was on the VHS as well, right? Bing. And um, Bing. I think. Yeah, well, I think the other one was um, "Where Is Everybody?" and um, uh, the uh, first, um, uh, you know, the librarian blast this thing. You know, that was yeah. on the too. But I, I just remember this episode the most because my grand, I, my grandfather would watch this one and then the uh, hour long one, the fourth season one, over and over. Like he liked these two the most, so I watched them the most as a little kid. And that's what got me into the into the Twilight Zone to begin with, was was my grandfather. So like this episode like holds like sentimental value to me, where it's the reason why I like the entire, you know, it's the reason why I like the Twilight Zone to begin with was like this episode. So yeah, I can, I can appreciate that. But now that you watch it with a clear head in your mid to late thirties, it's so racist. <laughs> wow. Okay, it, but it's so deliciously racist. Okay. <laughs> it really is. It's like Rod went for it, man. He's like, I don't care. This is my last season anyway. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Fire me? <laughs> this 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 was basically Rod's like dropping the mic. It's <laughs> a, it's a clan rally. Yeah. yeah it's... <laughs> Adam, thoughts? Um, sorry. I... No, I, I, am I supposed to go, or is it just Jansen Minson with me? No, you're fine. Yeah, it was just me messing with you, but you can also go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I like this episode. I, I think this one was doing a better job of what uh, I Am the Night, Color Me Black was trying to do. Like, I, I clearly heard the message here. And also, I just wanted to mention, this is the first time I've really ever seen George Takei act. Like, 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 you know, he, he brought the pain. He did a really good job. I Dude, was, it was refreshing thought, to see. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, Adam. I thought he was an airplane at one point, man. I, he turned into an airplane. And I was like, whoa, oh, it's decay. Like, it was that yeah. good. He was, like, he was on another world. And I was like, yeah. they never let him do anything on Star Trek ever, except say warp speed eye. You know, I mean, that's all he ever does on that show. He so. got to chase around a guy with a samurai sword. Yeah, it was a, yeah, one episode where he's drunk and he's, you know, fencing the entire ship. Yeah. But other than that, you never really get to see him act. And it was refreshing to see him act yeah. Yeah, for a change. So, him and Shatner have just become like cartoon, like caricatures of themselves in the last 15 years where you can't take them seriously at all. And I agree, it was nice to see you. And I watched it and I was like, wow, he can really act. Too bad it's this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was his first credit, right? I think so. I mean, it predates Star Trek for sure. I, I don't remember it saying introducing George Takei. It's not his first credit, but it's it's among the first things that he's done. Yeah. He started acting in 1955, um, doing like voice stuff, but it's like uncredited. And then a few TV shows and shit. <laughs> yeah. When was Star Trek? When, like, 66. Was like... Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a couple years before that. 
Um, yeah, like like a decade or so. <laughs> huh? Like a decade. The <laughs> this episode's sixty-four. Yeah, you said seventy-six. Sixty-six. Oh, 66. Yeah. I'm, I I heard 76. My, my bad. No, I think 79 was Star Trek the motion picture. Yeah. 76 would have been phase two if they ever would have gotten what, greenlit. Well, was the first one uh, V'ger or Voyager? V'ger? Yeah. yeah, that's the first movie. Yeah, that uh, was cringe. I was like, ugh. It is. Yeah, like, come on. They're going to speak English sort of, but they can't spell that word, say that word. It's like the easiest word to spell out. Into the orifice. Voyager. Voyager. <laughs> Not Voyager. I mean, like... You just... Spoiler for Star Trek, the motion picture. Jeez, Frank. I know, right? Some yeah. People need a couple more decades to watch that movie, all right? <laughs> Jeez. I think it's been decades since I've seen it. I, I, I can barely... I'll just always remember it as the first time I was ever, you know, sexually attracted to a bald woman. That's interesting. Yeah. It was the first. It wasn't the last. Those are definitely the first. That's definitely a box I haven't checked off my list, but I'm sure I will. Adam Unit. Did that do anything <laughs> for you? The carbon-based life form. The Kirk Unit. Okay, uh, the AI chick. She was she was bald. In AI, or what, what was it called? Was it called AI? That Haley not, Joe Osment. Not the one with Haley Joe Osment. No, the no the one where. It was the two guys up in the mountains, and she was she broke out. I think that's Brokeback Mountain. No, yeah, because all the she's in that, that in chick. That, that chick that played Joker, she was hot. I thought it was called AI. Her and Donnie Darko, that, that actress, were really getting going at it. You know, I have no idea what you're talking about Frank, but let's uh, let's move. You know on. what I'm talking about, though? No, nobody does. No. You you contemplate you, you contemplate on on whatever ball chick you want to bang. That's a that's a robot. So, well, I was I was really reaching. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I mean, I so you know. Okay, I, I mean, I was, I yeah. All right. Adam, <laughs> Adam, did you finish? I think we just witnessed Frank have an aneurysm. Frank, <laughs> Frank's brain brain just exploded. So, Adam, did you finish your uh, your review? Oh, for now, yeah. I, I, I we're not doing scores yet, right? Yeah, so. let's hold off because Frank did do it. Let cut you off. Right? I'll go next. Yeah. We'll do. No, no, you didn't cut me off. I was done. I'll yeah. go next. We'll go counterclockwise. Um, yeah, I. I like the episode in a weird way, but also in the same way, it's it's kind of terrible. <laughs> I, I feel that. Like, I like the I, way it's shot. It looks great. I love the actors. I love everything about it that way, but... The acting itself is great. Yeah. But then when yeah. you're like, what the fuck was that about? Oh, just race? Oh, okay. But, dude, we, we got our window. Yeah. The, the, I, <laughs> I was so happy. It was that, like because the window was what was like basically Rod's just dropped. The yeah, mic. <laughs> Rod leaving the show. Banzai! Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was literally like the episode that Rod. Left I didn't me. see that coming. I, I was, I was like a little like, whoa, <laughs> oh, dude! It, it was like I, 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 I stand up and cheered. Like, that yes, made me laugh you, so hard. It I was, was like, I was just like, come on, window. Oh. I was so bored. It, it's weird that. Obviously, people have seen this, so we can talk about the ending and stuff. But when he kills the guy, and all of a sudden he sits there with a sword and he kind of stares at it, and I was like, "Okay, what? Well, I'm so... Bo- oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, I had to set down my stuff. I was like, "Holy shit!" And I rewound. I'm like, with you, it was a little awkward that moment where he killed the guy. I had to back up the video a couple times and like, wait, how did he die? Because it, it's kind of like it's it so snaps hard. really quick, and it's like, did, it did George Takei quit? Because it, it's all on the sword yeah know. it's hard it doesn't really it i i don't feel like the camera editing right there in that little spot no, like don't, don't get it. No. the sword killed him get it the sword did it oh i understand the the, yeah. the premise of it i just i it, i had to back it up a couple times I'm like, it's badly done what happened here like yeah how did he i mean i i mean to like i i figured you know it was 64 so how do you really go about showing somebody get a natural tv you can exactly yeah. like you so yeah yeah like or make it look so damn awkward that you really got to use your imagination on how he just got impaled. <laughs> it just it just seemed like a really awkward jump cut to where like, I had to go yeah, back and rewind it a couple times. And I just, it's still kind of not real clear. I wanted Takei to be holding the sword, and the, and the sword just jumps out of his hand and sticks right in the middle of the guy. Like, that would have been perfect. <laughs> 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 
practically did. No, but like, okay, so yeah, I yeah, uh, can, let me play this real quick because I th I think I have something uh, like that. And what was it? Because I, I, re I recorded a few things. Every here. time he throws that blade too, I cr I like uh, part of me inside died because I love those kind of swords. They're so beautiful, and it's like every time he throws, I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't like to have it, would yeah. you? Yeah. No. yeah. What would I do with it? Why give it back to me, of course. Point first. I don't know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? You just interrupted point yourself, first. interrupting it. I know. Fuck me. <laughs> it meant you give it back to me. Point first means kill me. Stick me with it. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, no. Uh, what? Yeah, that's what I thought, right? Like, yeah. like, was was he really that blatant, blunt about it? Or, he, or I mean, he's, he's pushing him so I mean, he'll kill him. He's he, he's stupid for one, racist for two. He's like at least six, seven beers deep because he he keeps offering this dude beers and he's not taking them, but he's he's still offering them. He's like, I'm gonna have one because I need one. Can I pause um, you there and so, ask a quick question about that? Yeah, go ahead. Did he? He kept he kept saying that George Takei took a beer. Did he ever take a beer? I never saw it. I think well, he took it one time. Did he drink? Twice. Did he? Yeah, he, took, to he definitely okay. took a couple okay. of swigs. I was thinking yeah. about it. I didn't think about it till after. I'm like, I don't remember him. Well, I mean, like me, like me personally, I can't drink. But some people get so fucking offended if you do not take the beer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'll say, okay, thanks, and I'll take it, and I'll I'll fake like I'm drinking it. So he could have faked it. That's weird. What me? Yeah, I'm allergic to grain alcohol. What do you want? I want you to say, say "Hey, that. I'm allergic say to grain alcohol." <laughs> I don't feel like saying that to people because they look at you like, "What?" Like I'm just what? like, I would rather just say thanks, and then we can move on. And not I mean, make it's a lot easier than telling people you're recovering alcohol. No, no, no. Here's the I real problem. Want it. Here, I would here's the real problem on, my, on an allergy I have that I don't want to bring up. Here's, here's the real problem with that. Okay, that's a waste what? of a fucking beer if you take it. Okay, yeah. that's well, the real problem. <laughs> in some situations, it's just good to get a little bit past that and move along. <laughs> and, no, you know, fuck you. Fuck you well, and your well, beer. They, they, were, they were already counting on losing money on the beer because they offered it to me. What happened to after that is, is, is not their problem anymore. It's my problem. <laughs> that is putting yourself... That's weird. But anyway... In like different business situations, you know what I mean? Like you go and you oh, meet. I, I get it. My wife's allergic to corn, so she like can't drink like hardly anything. Or and there's a lot of food she can't eat, and it's much easier to say, "Oh no, thanks," or just take it and like don't touch it. I get that. I mean, it it it, it is a lot harder to fake eating a cup of corn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, any like I, uh, most most corn products she can't either. So there's a lot of beer and alcohol that she can't have. <laughs> She's popcorn like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so good. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Quick question: Where's your vacuum? Just, a, just I just feel like cleaning up behind the couch. Do you have a dog? Why is my cat? Why so, are you ask? No reason. Why is my cat so goddamn fat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the wall's really greasy, and the cat's fat. <laughs> what is happening? You've been feeding your cat buttered corn on the cob for the past six months. <laughs> It's like the Simpsons when he wipes the the hamburger on the wall and the the wall becomes clear and the bird hits it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was kind of a dumb story that I didn't think was told that well, but I liked well, everything about it. In like, it wasn't really wise. a story to it at all, really. I mean, it's the stupidest the fucking story? story. It's the stupidest yeah, fucking like, story, and we'll get into that in a minute, but. And what, what was the Twilight Zone aspect of it, other than the door being locked? It's that's just two people point. coming to terms with guilt. Yeah, that's that's really all it is. It's just two people coming to terms with guilt and not being able to hide from it, and the guilt literally consumes them. That's what it is. Yeah, he says that in the outro, but I I didn't feel that when I watched it. I picked up on it towards the middle of the episode. Like these are two people that are just yeah. driven by guilt to the point where they can't live normal lives. So there's such a Yeah, this is this is Gran Torino but a little bit more murdery. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Gran Torino would get it better. Yeah. Enough for nothing. You did watch your dad, you know, um spy on the Americans and then watch them all die <laughs> in front of you. Yeah. That kind of does fuck up. Then you ran off and joined Starfleet, you coward. Right. Well, you know, he, yeah, you know, but like all the boys, like, 
I, I, let me just play some. Like as he was falling out the window, he got beamed up. Destroyed will eventually. Isn't that it, Arthur? I wouldn't know. Oh, come off it, Arthur. Look, Mr. Benton, I work for a living, and I'm kind of in a hurry. Listen, Tarl. What's all this stuff about working for a living? Now, you mentioned that twice. Don't you think I work for a living? I didn't say. I've been working for a living ever since I was a kid. And at a job a lot tougher than mowing lawns, I'll tell you that. Right up until last week when I got laid off, I drove a cat. You know what a cat is, Arthur? Well, I can tell you this. It ain't no sports car. It's a big earth mover. You ever moved the earth, Arthur? No. Of course not. You manicure it. I gotta get going. Uh, what's the rush? Sit down and drink your beer. <laughs> Can I ask if the uh, if the um, R-rated version that you made of this is just him offering him a beer? Like every single clip is just him offering him a beer. <laughs> if not, you need to you need to make a master cut of that. I will say that the the filthy version of this. That scene is way grosser, but um... <laughs> I mean, but I mean, speaking of uh, that, like, whenever this is on Siffy, goddamn, do they they chop the shit out of this episode? Do they really? <laughs> yeah, well, they they aired it for the first time in 2016, which is insane. But and I watched it, and it was chopped all to hell. Oh boy, they they cut a whole lot of scenes out. <laughs> oh wow! It like it was literally like probably ten minutes long. Jansen, we'll finish yeah. with your thoughts and then we'll move on to a couple things. But okay, um, overall, I I, I did not hate it. Uh, like I, like we were saying before, I enjoyed like the the acting was really good, but the dialogue was decent. Um, the overtones of racism and all that kind of bullshit. It falls on deaf ears. Like, I mean, it's not something it, it doesn't hold up for me. Um, obviously, this this issue is, is something that's I feel like mostly behind us um, specifically. Back, but back then, dude, it was like, what? Like, yeah. Back then, I can, I can understand. Years old yet. Yeah. Back I mean, then, I can understand how much how important and, and, it was. And check this out. George Takai, like when he was like four, um, he he was put in a, an American um, uh Internment uh, camp, de- uh, de- uh, detention center. Yeah, yeah, for, from forty-one to forty-five. Like, wow. Yeah. So uh, he did a play was, about it. What's, what's that? He did a play about it. Yeah, 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 and went to Broadway with it. Like I, like what kind? Like wow. I, I don't. I, I would. I don't want to go see that. <laughs> right. And, no. like, I will say this: that George Takai is one of the funniest guys on Twitter, though. Some of his stuff is just, it, it gets me rolling. Like, like it's, it's poignant, but it's also funny. Like, he takes everything from a, a sense of humor's point of view, and I appreciate that about him. And speaking so, of, yeah. let me quote yeah. him. His name is George Takei because it rhymes with gay. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, my. Is, it, it, oh my. is he still alive? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No, no shit. No, I, yeah. I mean, there's there's, there's, there's only right? a few of them left, but there's there's still a few of them. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's circling the drain. He's looking more like Skeletor every day, but he's still around. <laughs> I mean, what? Just being honest. If I can't be honest here, where can I be honest? Ooh, I mean, yeah, like yeah, get away with your white shit, okay? Do we still have Scotty? No, he's gone. Uh, the only ones that are left is Nichelle Nichols, uh, William Shatner, George Takei, that rhymes with gay, and. Uh, Learning well, about. I think Walter Koenig's still around. Yeah, I think Walter Koenig's still alive. Yeah, you don't hear from him much. Leonard Nimoy's still around? No, uh, Nimoy died, died five years away ago? Two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah, about oh, two years ago. That, 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 that sucks. Oh, big time, yeah. Because he was the coolest one of all of them. He died, but, uh, years ago. He died in 2015. Oh, I was right. Who, uh, <laughs> how about Chip Chipperson? Oh. It's not on the front page of the cast. I'm not looking for it. I have a no Chip Chipperson references from Frank. I have a rule, and he just brought him up. Oops. Well, there goes Frank. So I muted him. So he can okay. laugh over there in silence. Anyways, to finish up my thoughts before I was so rudely interrupted by Francis. Um, 
<laughs> now that he's muted, I'm just going to take full advantage. Uh, <laughs> overall, overall, it was a middle of the road episode episode for me. I'd give it a solid, like a solid six out of ten. Like I didn't like super enjoy it, um, but I didn't hate it either. It just it wasn't it didn't do anything special for me. But it was a decent episode. Like Phoenix was saying, the story just didn't really go anywhere. It wasn't terrible. A lot of a plot there, um, but the. Obviously, the conversation in and of itself was pretty good, um, and the the acting as well. So that's where I'm at. Okay, I gave it a seven based on just production because it's a really good looking episode. I love the setting; it's unusual, it's strange, it's uh, everything everything except the stupid story. Which is weird that I'm saying that because the story should be the most important thing, but it's not in this case for me. I really enjoyed watching it and, and watching these actors. I was I was invested. And by the time he brought out the sword and killed him, I just stopped caring. That's why when he jumped out the window, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I forgot. I haven't seen this in a while. Phoenix, but... would you say this one is like story and then execution? Yeah. Story. You know what I mean? Like, like the way that they put it together, they, they put a lot into it more than maybe what it deserved. They thought they were doing something so deep. It felt like like this is going to be a deep story that resonates, and they've already done something like this that did it much better. And this the story itself falls way fucking flat. And not even mentioning the magical sword. There's a couple elements of this, of this episode I absolutely despise. The sword but... and the door, you know. Yeah, they, they were in cahoots together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My first mm-hmm. note, here's how enthralled I was with this with the acting. My first note is kills him finally. That's how far into the episode before I took a note. Bonsai. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. And then Bonsai out window for some reason. And then door that, opens uh, at end. It, uh, it dude, there doesn't need to be a reason. I was just <laughs> no. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Dude. I was like, yeah. Finally we got our window. <laughs> Adam out of ten. Out of ten, I would give this one a seven. Um, okay. Mostly for for me for his performance by George Takei, the Rise of Gay. Okay, uh, it was nice to see him acting in something. Uh, it just just trying to deliver a performance, no matter how weak the story was, he elevated it at least enough for me. I agree with you on the story. I think the story is, is probably the the weakest link here. It wasn't really a lot of story to tell, and of course, you know, looking at it from a twenty twenty perspective. Why in the hell would anybody go up in an attic with a guy that's like six, seven beers deep anyway? You know, it's like you're just asking to have a bad time at that point. So you can only feel so sorry for somebody that's dumb enough to go up in an attic with a drunk uh, war veteran. So, yeah. Yeah, Like, like how the hell did George Takei hear his radio from the fucking third floor attic out front? Here's (laughs) what I'm referring to. And he goes, then there's really no radio. (laughs) I think he snuck in and was robbing the place, and then he's like, "Oh shit, he he's home." <laughs> Here's the George uh, George Takei reference I was talking about. It's George Takei, as in rhyme with the gay. Takai, as in rhymes with oh my, is incorrect, but it mean but it means expensive, so I don't mind. <laughs> oh my god, that's really him. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one that when he put that. Because I was, I've been following forever, so I, fu- I saw that and I was like, "Oh!" Because I was saying it like you, like you guys were. Because that's how it catches oh, so your eye. I want to say this isn't the only episode that George Takei was in on the Twilight Zone. He was in another one too, wasn't he? No, uh, he was it. in one of the new ones of the new series. Yeah, he was in a, okay. the worst episode of all time. You might also like the one with the aliens, right? Oh, that's yes. right. He plays yeah. one of the Canmites. Yep. Damn. Okay. Just the voice, though. Ah. Uh, yes. He's he does a, a lot of voice acting. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, he's got a good voice. Mm-hmm. Like, how old is he now? Eighty um, something. I think he's like eighty-five. God, God bless him. And yeah, the guy's the guy's awesome. I, I hope I'm that spry and, and witty when I'm eighty-five, and not just dead of suicide forty years ago. Yo, that yo, that rhyme, Joe, kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Perfect reaction. Um, so you give it a seven. I gave it a seven. Jensen six. Uh, Frank, it was your ep- like not your episode, but like you were excited to watch this. You mentioned last week. I can't wait to watch this with you. You mentioned the last few live streams we've done. What is your rating out of ten? Sorry, I haven't mentioned this since you know. 
I think I even mentioned this uh, the first episode I ever did with you, dude. <laughs> You've been talking about it for a while, and I'm sick of hearing about it. So, what's your what's your out of ten? Ten. This is a ten out. Do 10 you really give it a ten? This is my top five. This is my top five, hands down. If this tells you anything about this episode, twelve out of the fifteen photos on IMDb for this episode are of George Decay. <laughs> it's strange because no, like, I like the I, other guy. I, I just love like some of the acting and like the the twists and turns is like this is so unrealistic. Like, this. Yeah, like mm-hmm. what? It does what? have a bit of B movie like cheese yeah, quality. Like, there's so much cheese, dude. I was just swimming in cheese, like I was a big, like like just big tortilla chip. Uh, but the reason like, I didn't like it as much as spur of the moment, like cheese factor, is because it's cheese mixed with. Like racism, racism <laughs> in a way that they think they're being deep, and, it, and it's, it's so muddied. By the time yeah. you get to the end, Rod's like, uh, the, "the the guilt really uh, got to him there." Don't be racist or do be, it doesn't matter because they he kills him and like, kills himself because he's Japanese, so therefore bonsai out the window. But yeah, like the reason I liked it is because Rod was like, "How on earth can I make him as racist as possible in 1964?" Well, he's also mean. Get, drunk. Get away with it's it. like it's like drink, 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 poke, 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 drink, 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 poke, poke, poke. He's yeah. constantly jabbing it, you know, waiting for some kind of reaction out of him, you know. And then, it, it, you know, if I was a soldier, right, and you know, we went to war with say Australia, right, and then te- five years later the war is over, I killed a bunch of Australians, an Australian comes up into my attic, I'm not going to tell him. About he goes, my oh, I got days, days of killing all of his Australians. <laughs> Oi, Frank, let's put some shrimp on the Bobby. I check out the fruit salad of me killing the fuck out of your people. <laughs> I, I, Frank, let's have a Foster's, eh? Got a VP long neck, but like, who, you know what I mean? But it's like, who does that? <laughs> what, what a jerk off. Hey, Frank, that's not a knife. That's annoying. That's annoying. <laughs> you know what else I had? Uh, when he's when he's pulling the tab in the beer, I was like, oh, thank God they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah. Where you had to and tear it off what and throw it? those. those cans I could smell the mildew on those fucking things when he was opening them. Yeah, I mean, he he did use a bottle opener on the one, I think. Those things look like pure tetanus. Just yeah. just pure tetanus. I, re- yeah. I remember those from childhood, like being around, and I'm so glad they're done. Remember picking them up off the sidewalk? Shit, yeah. Oh yeah, so much trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, poor, poor Indian always crying. So I put a thing out on Twitter, and like I did last week, which is right before we went live, and uh, asking any thoughts on the encounter or Mister Garrity in the Graves because we're talking about both today on the live stream, not so much the podcast. If you're listening there, but nobody talked about the encounter. They're all Mister Garrity in the Graves. So <laughs> there goes Twitter. Right? Oh, what did they like it? I mean, don't tell me they liked it. Nobody gave a Wait. shit. It was awful. About this episode. Oh, Wait, what episode are you saying is awful, Frank? The next one. What? Hold on. We'll talk about that next time. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're a podcast, goddammit. We're talking about one episode. Shut the at fuck time. up. Nobody <laughs> asked right, so you. Counter, are you drunk? You know, I guess Jansen and I will be getting into it next episode, but wait for that. Damn right, we will. <laughs> Until then, let's ha- let, let's be cool. Well, you pieces of shit can wait. But I'll take you know. I mean, uh, we, <laughs> Fuck we, you. we can be friends and fight later. Well, this has a seven point three. <laughs> Mister Garrett in the Graves is a seven point eight. As it should. Right, and the episode before this was an eight point three. So I don't care. What yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, these ratings can go right to hell. In the hand baskets. Okay, right. uh, you I got you that. got me there. I can't I can't even argue with that because that episode's dumb as shit. I know. <laughs> it's People, literally my it's literally my top worst episode next to Be Watching Pool probably. What episode <laughs> did I post a poster for today on the Twitter? Because I do the daily things on the LAW the TZ Review Twitter, and it was. Don't, don't you have Twitter up? Can't you just look? I have to get it back up. Uh, oh, no. I have a hard time getting it up. Okay. God forbid. Let me find out. So it was. Let's see here. Oh, it was. Uh, like, up, oh, speaking of, in their next we're, episode, we're it was. Play, it was uh, no, uh, I want to uh, keep talking. I'm so sorry. it was the grave. <laughs> that was the episode I I put the poster up today because it came out on today's date, 1961. 
And this guy, so many people are just like, one of my top five, one of my top ten. And I'm like, doesn't even make my top 50. Graves? The Graves. Not my top 50, maybe not even my top 75. I think it's my bottom 40. It's a it's an episode, you've heard it before because it's a it's an urban legend. Stabs the knife into the grave, runs away, and, and gets terrified because it, they think it's the person. You know, that, that urban legend... That that's the episode, and people fucking love it, and I don't get before it. in my life, but okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it, 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 yeah. I mean, I liked it the first time I saw it. It was better. It's it's in one of those uh, scary stories that tell in the dark. Those books oh. where the they go and they stab the grave and they run away, and they think they're being clutched by the dead person in the grave, but really it's just they stab the knife into their clothing. What was that Nickelodeon show back in the day? Are you afraid of the dark? That's it. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. A new podcast, L-I-W, Are You Afraid of Dark? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Callie just said the encounter was kind of racist, and I just got a message from... Was from kinda? J- from, from Jansen that said... There's a message on there, and I saw that. Yeah, I wrote, kinda? <laughs> yeah, Callie, it was... This episode was hella racist. <laughs> it, I, it was deliciously racist. I was literally going to say it was deliciously racist. <laughs> I mean, I, it was baked apple pie. It's a kind pie. of racist where you like you're at like a family get together and like it's going down and like you pull up a, a a chair and like sit down with some popcorn or some Chex Mix and just watch it happen. It, that's, bla- that's the kind of racism it was. This is Blazing Saddles racist. Yeah. No, I mean at least Blazing oh. Saddles racist was was funny, like on yeah. purpose. Well, this was on purpose too. But, but my point being is, is uh, it, come on, it was it was pretty good. Like it was almost. It was almost like you you had to have a mystical tale behind it, right? For it to for you for, for you to excuse the racist. You know what I mean? It didn't work. Yeah, they kind of glossed over the mystical tale part because I wasn't really feeling that. No, remember conversation. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just like Rod you know, Rod fought in the war and in the Pacific, so he you know, he killed a lot of jabs. Uh, so he was in the Philippines, I, maybe, I thought. Maybe this is one of those, you know. Fuck you, Japs. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know. I kind of what Adam and I are Adam and I are saying. It's the the racism stuff is whatever. I can ignore that because it's he's telling the story of these two characters, and that kind of works with these two characters. It's stupid, but and, and we're gonna view it as racist now. That, that's one thing. But the mysticism oh, yeah. part, the magical samurai sword, is so underplayed. Why mm. even have it? Yeah, it was such a red herring. You could have really like made this something if you'd have played that up a little bit more, but they decided to to spend all that time on more dialogue because this is a dialogue heavy episode. Yeah, um the the fact that he literally said, you know, I throw it away in the trash and it always comes back. Like if I had an inanimate object that magically kept appearing in my house, and I know that it, there is no way possible, I would start freaking out. I wouldn't be this kind. No, bro, you put that shit on eBay. People buy that stuff. You they can't do. sell it. Yeah, but if, okay, you sell it, you ship it away, and then, like, for some reason, it comes back. Yeah, to, yeah people sell haunted Nintendos on eBay. As long as it shows up at their house and then disappears, you're fine. You can keep reselling that motherfucker over and over. And not get not get brought down Dude, by that, eBay. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> like holy shit, you make a ton of money. Yeah. I have to you express it to you. Up. If it takes yeah. longer than three days, I, I'll have to send it to you again because it. Yeah. yeah, but but I I wouldn't just sit there and and say oh yeah it's you know junk just like everything else. Here's I, my fruit salad. Yeah, <laughs> can you toss my fruit salad for me? I I just want I I just wish they cut out the magical you know sword elements completely because he has one line about oh i've been been trying to get rid of this for years and then one line later where he's like i will kill him i will like the sword is talking to him and then that never really played back either none of it works it really didn't pay off yeah it's just stupid (laughs) but i mean like the dialogue between them like it's just it's so batshit insane like people don't people People, like people don't say this to each other and then react <laughs> like he like they they attacked each other 
you know, uh, George Sakai almost won, and then he's like, hey, hey, I was just joking. It's like, <laughs> what? And then they go back to like, everything's cool. <laughs> they do that like five or six times. Knowing about it. Well, he has my least favorite personality, which is the guy who is aggressive, like, and will slap your back and like, ah, oh, come on, I'm just fucking with you. What's your problem? Like, calm the, f- like, you're fucking irritating. You're, you're, the, the you're pushing mean drunk. You're yeah. pushing me, and then you're getting mad that I'm getting offended, and you're calling me a pussy for being offended when you're being so obnoxious. Like that's literally my least favorite personality type. Yeah. But isn't that the stereotypical mean drunk though? Oh come on, Adam, just fucking with you. Have a beer and then slap him around some more. Adam, I'm just fucking around. Come on, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, literally, like, like I, like I, I have a boy that once he starts drinking, if it gets past eight thirty. Like I gotta leave, because if I don't, he'll just start hitting me. You know what I mean? Oh God! And getting all mad, and I'm like, dude, like, you know, like in the same spot. Like <laughs> the one time he got me twice, and I'm like, one more time, dude. I don't want to do this. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? I had a friend like, like that in elementary school, and I elbowed him in the in the face, and I never talked to him again. Well, yeah, I mean, like he wasn't you know, drunk. Just, this was like last year and shit. <laughs> so, Elbow to the bridge of the nose. No, I mean, if I would have fucked him up real bad, it would. It would. Uh, you know. It would, it would, yeah, you seem like a manslaughter type of person. I, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's not? What's not doing well, that again, dude? South Jersey's all sand, dude. It's so easy to dig a hole. And and for the ocean to wash it away. No. Yeah, you go further inshore. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. moving on. That's the other thing that mean drunks too do too is they, they want to get you in a room, get you drunk, and then force you into a conversation that you can't crawl your way out of, and, and just force you to stay there and watch you squirm because they like get off on it. It's yeah. disgusting. It's exactly what he did. Yeah, it's exactly what he did. Yeah, be, it's personality he, type. It's, he was it's taking awful. his yeah he was taking his frustrations out on his wife leaving and him losing his job because he's a fucking drunk. And mm-hmm. you know it's it, you know you know you 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 don't know you don't understand why you got fired, because uh, you know driving a gigantic machine that could kill people a cat drunk a cat you know an earth mover drive yeah. a cat he's like this is this is back before cats were like they're really small now yeah. this is back when they were big they're you know I mean they still have big ones I mean, they still do I'm just saying back then like there was no small cats there was just the big machine. So he's driving I mean, this while fucking shit face probably. I mean, I mean, have you seen the biggest one? It is made by, by Caterpillar. It's insane, dude. It, it drove over his uh, yeah. foreman's foot. I mean, it's like a land ship. <laughs> yeah. There's some fucking huge ones, but I don't think yeah. he's driving that one. It's, but yeah, uh, you got to climb a bunch of ladders and you, it's like a, it's like a bridge. You're standing on like a bridge. I I, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, Frank, because this is the, my next thing I wanted to get to was he's, I think he wants to die. Like, he, I mean, he says it, but I, this is even before he says that in the episode, I was getting that vibe. He's talking about losing his job, losing his wife. He went and stayed at her sister's, but she'll be back. Don't worry. He doesn't think she's going to be back. He's just, he's, he's lying to her. He's lying to him this time. And the dude just realized I, I forced everything out of my life. Like I've cut everything off. I got nothing left. I'm going to, I'm going to put all my fucking problems on this, on this kid. And, just forces him to kill him. And that's why I don't think the magical sword should have been should have been involved because I think it's a way more interesting story if it's just a guy who gets so fed up with this guy being a super yeah. racist that he kills him instead of some dead what? Japanese guy who was killed wrongly. What? All I want to say is I think he, he had he had to put that in to make it somewhat mystical and sci-fi enough for it to be not just a straight up racist fucking episode. No, but Yeah, I mean he had to put that in to 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 break it up and make it you know what I mean? Like of course he didn't have to add that, but he added it to for adding its sake. Because if he didn't add that, wow. Would it just been just a, a propaganda for racism? <laughs> I, mean, I don't really yeah. agree. Uh, okay. I, I do agree with what you're saying. I think that's why he did it. But yeah. I think Death Had Revisited is a way better example of how to do that. 
where the that, but he cared back then yes like, the it, mystical elements are part of the story this felt like he wrote a story and went oh shit i have to do it like this i have to th-. and he literally went all right there's a sword talks to it all right a couple scenes later um the the door's locked you don't know why okay get it it's out like of there. The Ryan johnson plot it just felt Here. like get yeah. it off my desk i want this fucking thing out of here i don't care I'm done. I put mysticism in there. You know what Get I really need off my chest? How much I hate the freaking Japs. So here we go. Oh, oh mystical, mystical. Yeah, yeah. I'll get, I'll get away with it. <laughs> That's you what know. it felt like to me. It just it felt like an afterthought, and it doesn't work. And, and just get it the fuck out of there. Like, don't you don't need it. It it muddies the story down, and it's way more interesting without it. And 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 plus in '64, it I think you had to add that there just because it was '64. I mean, yeah. if like, like if you did that today, you'd be like, "Why are you adding that shit?" Yeah, you, know, you didn't have to because I mean, I, I mean, I've watched so much works on just CBS, but you know, what I'm saying is like, um, yeah, like it, I, I think it's he, he did that because of the time that he did it in, you know, well, that was the, that was, I, I think that that was the furthest he's ever pushed in his life with this yeah. show. This other actor, Neville Brand, he's one of my favorite. Uh, he's in one of my favorite horror movies, or not horror movies, uh, war movies of all time, uh, Stalock 17. I absolutely adore that movie. Stalock 17 and the Dirty Dozen, those are usually the two that I break out on Memorial Day. Dirty uh, Dozen. The, does uh, Cifi do a Memorial Day t- TZ marathon? I think so. Memorial right? Day? I don't think so. No. No, I mean, he does that. New, uh, New Year's? Right, Jansen's over there lording Wonderland, so I sent him some picture of the, the AT&T girl. I'm just being quiet because I, I don't really have much to add left to this one. I'm sorry, but well, that was a really random thing to send me. That's why I did it. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm gonna look at it. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, she's. I, a, I'm just gonna play some. She's a specimen. clean cut lad who who helps old ladies across the street. He has to be a highly trained combat machine. With split-second reactions in place of emotions. He's on wires, on his toes. His nerve ends are dead. And he's as cold and as hard and as rigid as he's out. In fact, there's nothing. Nothing more terrible to meet on a dark night than a fighting man with an M1, a Thompson, a grenade. Or even his bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. PTSD Are those clips from uh, Quality of Mercy? Uh, it, it was just, you know, like he was going nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Callie on, on YouTube just said, uh, the, reason, the reasons for each character's guilt don't really work, especially Arthur's. So let's talk about that. All right. What's involved, Jansen? True. <laughs> Okay, Jansen's out. So, so Jansen agrees. All right, um, we might we might as well have you on a fucking soundboard. You're useless. Um, uh, I can fucking get used to that. So, oh, speaking of soundboard, we recorded this before. Uh, here we go. Oh yeah, Phoenix has a small wiener. Indeed, indubitably, Phoenix has a small wiener. Yes, we all one have more small wieners. One more time. One more time. We all have small wieners. Yes, we do. Phoenix has a small wiener. We made True. that while we we're waiting for Frank. True. What I, I don't, uh, yeah, you're great. Your penis is awesome. Can we move along? It's small, but uh, okay. So Arthur's guilty because his dad. He he starts off by saying he was in his house and he was you know he's four, and he was he li- he lived in Hawaii and that's when the raids happened and then he changed. He's like that's not true. My dad was out there and he sold out everybody and he he was celebrating their death <laughs> and then, so that's why he's guilty. And wants wants to kill the white guy. I don't. What? How does Muddle. his guilt lead him there? Muddle. That's yeah. the opposite direction. His guilt should be leading him. That's more like I'm following this track. My dad yeah. did. Oh, I mean, he's dad's little boy, you know, trading fuck. But he's guilty because of his dad. And I don't, I don't agree, ever agree with fa- sins of the father. That's always fucking stupid to me. Like if my dad did, like, I'm I mean, not, I think if finding... anything, the guilt should be pushing him towards being kind to people. That's what I'm like... saying. Yeah, but yeah. I think that was supposed to be a testament to the power of the sword, not necessarily his guilt. But then it's not about guilt, and the guilt thing doesn't work either. 
the, see the mi- right. the magical we're, we're sword. We're not disagreeing here. We're saying that this episode doesn't fucking work. That's yes. the problem. Right. Well, that's it's what, like, it's like we, what it is is like we want to agree with the message that they're that they're showing us here, but we're not on the right map. You know what I mean? Well, they contradict like themselves. Going in the right direction and the wrong on the wrong map and the wrong right. state. They're, you know? they're contradicting themselves in the middle of trying to give us the the reason yes. for for the show. They're, so. they're trying to write A to B while you're already in the middle of it. It just doesn't work, you know. Yeah, like you really cannot take this episode at face value in 2020. No. You have to take yeah. it at face value in 64. Even at 64, it doesn't make sense how he gets right. there. It's incoherent. In spots, it, it's you know? it's inconsistent with what rod is telling us at the end if he if he's based on guilt he would just go all right i forgive you for being a horrible racist goodbye yeah but that's not the real world but that's how fucking guilt works if we're supposed to get a message out of guilt it should be forgiveness it should be but instead he follows that guilt and goes the other fucking way didn't he jump out the window with the sword I don't know if he had the sword. Yeah, he did. Well, there you go. It, it's dumb. It's dumb as shit. Kali, that would have been nice if they would have addressed that at some point in the episode right. for the Western audience that doesn't know that. Well, and that's the thing I think yeah. we we should tell or we should take away from that too. It's like if we don't automatically pick up on that, the people viewing this for the first time in 1964 are definitely not going to pick up on that, and that's exactly. the problem. Um, it, it's it's like uh, this feels, almost feels like a 2019 episode where it's like they they want to they're they're so concerned with the message that they're not worried about the story. It's like right, I'm for sorry the podcasters, to... for the podcasters. Uh, Kelly Thank said you. in some Oriental cu- cultures, um, the child is considered just as responsible as the father. I think that's what they're trying to push there, and uh, that was our response to to that comment. No, my response is fuck that. that. That's stupid. Stupid to think. How the fuck that's am I responsible for I was born? That's their culture, man. That's what they believe I get in. it. I just, it's, it's just fucking dumb. I, I, yeah, there's a lot of cultures I think that are dumb. Yeah, like Kali just said, no, they did a poor job bringing it across. Okay. That's, that's, yeah, I agree. That, that's, that's our problem with it. You know, it's like we, we want to agree with the message. It's just you didn't set it up properly. Yeah. I mean, you know, if somebody asked me, do you agree with the message? Like, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, you know, fuck racism. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not about it. But I can also laugh about anything. You know, anything, anything can, can be fun. <laughs> racism bad. Try harder. The, to tell the, us the story. It cracks okay. me up. It's so bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, here's, here's a tough question with the racism like, part. What's all right, go ahead. No, if you want to finish your thought, go ahead. No, no, no go. Ahead. Which episode has better racist racism? Um, I don't want to say morals, but a better racism message. For you, for the for the watcher to absorb and, and think about this episode, or I am the night calling me black. I think they both. I think they're honestly. I think they're equally as bad. I, no, I don't think I'll, either I'll of them does a better. This one, this one was a little bit clearer in in its message than I am the night calling me black. Well, I mean, this one directly calls it out, right? I mean, correct. It, yeah. And, yeah. And, and the other one, it's kind of implied, but it, it still does a terrible job of even that. This one's smacking you in the face with how racist I am. Yeah, ten inch dong, just whap. I know a big, a big old you know hog of racism. See, I go back and forth because this one, yes, smacks you in the face, but you're seeing the character be racist. The other episode, they go, racism is bad, and you should like they really spell that fucking thing out. Mm-hmm. I th- but I will agree, this episode's a little bit better. I think that might be just because of the performances and the believability. Yeah. Which, like I always say, you know, Rod's scripts, like, wow, he's bad. he's out of his fucking mind. But if you get great actors to to, to make them work, it, they're amazing. It's it, it's weird. I don't know how else, else to explain that. But, the, but that. but that's what I've noticed anyway. You know? Kali says, uh, I like I Am the Night, though. It has to be real, ro- uh, royally obvious, so you start thinking, why, why do I believe this? <laughs> Can't stand that episode. I fucking hated it. It was yeah. Like, but, I, Kelly, are you saying you like the episode, or are you saying the like you like the way that it portrayed the the message? Yeah, I'm curious about <laughs> that's that. a question. Because if you like the episode, then uh, this might be the wrong place for you. Just saying. Just joking. <sighs> I mean, I all love, are welcome, but you're wrong. I, look, I love <laughs> the episode because of, you know the propaganda is great for you know yeah. uh, our people. So you know. If, right. if this was redone in Jordan Peele's version, it would just be somebody holding a, a 
cardboard sign that says racism is bad for 25 minutes and then roll credits or film the police yeah yeah okay jordan oh literally okay okay we're doing this i wonder wonder what he's trying to say it should be called literally the twilight zone that's what it should be called the 2019 (laughs) version (laughs) totally literally the twilight zone no no subtlety Nothing, nothing behind the scenes or no because subtext. I literally can't even right now. It's no subtext, just text. It's just, it's there. You watch it. I mean, I, I mean, it took Rod like almost two seasons to stop telling you what the entire episode is going to be about in this opening dialogue. It's like, thanks for spoiling the ending, Rod. <laughs> it's like, I, I, like there were so many of them in like the first and second season. It's like. That would have been cool if I found out myself. Thanks, bro. Um, like I mentioned, the original episode that this is that they cut down the, the filthy version was way dirtier. Um, let's let's, let's go to that because there's nothing else for us to talk about. Um, let's see here. I have more clips. Can I can I play this? I know. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Can you shut the fuck up then? <laughs> You good? Okay. You could uh, Miss Bowles down the street sent me over. She said you wanted someone to take care of your lawn. I rang the doorbell, but nobody answered. Then I heard your radio. Anyway, you can make a small fortune up here. Help me clean out some of this. This attic's been like this for 20 years. Knee deep in. I found some. I haven't even seen since the war. There ain't a service man who saw combat in the Pacific who doesn't respect the Japanese. They fought like tigers. And it was rare you could take them without. <laughs> Look, Mr. Fett and I for a living, and I'm kind of in a hurry. Listen, Tarl. What's all this stuff about for a living? Now, you mentioned that twice. Don't you think I for a living? I didn't say. I've been for a living ever since I was a kid. And I had a job a lot tougher than mowing lawns, I'll tell you that. I'm in a. I'm in a. Uh, Miss Bowles down the street sent me over. She said you wanted someone to take care of your lawn. I rang the doorbell, but nobody answered. Then I heard your radio. What are we doing here? <laughs> so my idea was it's an endless loop. He jumps out the uh, window and just goes back up the stairs. No. <laughs> and they start the uh, whole fucking thing over again. Because if this is in purgatory, it makes no sense to me. Did, did you? Was it just me, or did you raise the bonsai up the level? Did you just like up that like fifty percent? Oh, of course, right? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> bonsai! <laughs> oh God, uh, it's uh, the weight of Frank's heart is having George Takei jump out of a window yelling bonsai with a Japanese sword. <laughs> you should have bleeped it out. Uh, I oh, what to get you for Christmas now? Kali's talking about painting a George Decay jumping out of fucking window and sword. Kali just talked about a uh, balance of terror, and uh, which I literally just finished watching. And and yeah, I I don't know why the episode is so highly rated of Star Trek. I I, I would, it was okay. I didn't I didn't get I didn't get the point. Are you laughing at the window or the? Uh, I've been fucking since I was a little kid. <laughs> Because that part, I was like, gold! Yes! <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> My face hurts. Goddamn. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> You're getting, like, perfect. <laughs> Where it's like, it's bleeping. <laughs> those uh those filthy twilight zones can go on uh reddit oh, the subreddit uh thanks i hate it that's what separates you from the rest of the internet my friends oh yeah dude uh so, yeah we should set that up or you yeah jansen why don't you do something why don't you do, do the those fuck you francis i ain't doing <laughs> shit Kali, I know you're not. <laughs> Kali, we were just talking about before you joined uh, George Takei with uh, the samurai sword. Or he has a fencing sword in the naked, naked time. We were just talking about that before you joined. And yeah, it's uh, he's a little more effective in that episode. And he doesn't stab anyone. But I understood what was happening. 
Do you guys? Are, are we done? Yeah. Can we be done? I would love right? to see an alternate universe where he plays Zoro the Gay Blade. I would laugh so fucking hard just watching. <laughs> it's funny or die. Get on it. Oh, oh I can't talk to that. I I haven't laughed that hard. That's so long. Goddamn. Can you play? Uh... Oh, yeah. do you guys have any any other anything else we should talk about? I just want to say that I don't agree with what the country did to the Japanese people during World War II. I do. No. Do you want to play a clip? Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> nice. Dirty son of heaven. Out there in the jungle just asking for it. So I, I thought I'd oblige. Started circling out behind him. Simple exercise for somebody more luck than brains. Crickets. Wait a minute, I was only telling you how it was. I'm just gonna play the episode now. A minute there, I thought you were gonna. I don't know what got into me. I really don't. You used that sword like you were mowing a lawn. No, that was like a three, three or four minute scene that I cut down to like 40 seconds. I know. It just feels like eternity when you listen to the audio. Well, I, I just play it because, you know, I, I don't know. I like it. What do you say? <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, play Rod's outro, though. And we'll get the fuck out of here. Cause we have an, he stabs the guy and then he jumps out the fucking window. That's it. That's the whole episode. Yeah, like I and I I don't know if I don't think I recorded that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I got. As previously heard. <laughs> Two men in an attic, locked in mortal embrace. Their common bond and their common enemy, guilt. A disease all too prevalent amongst men, both in and out of the Twilight Zone. And now, Mr. Serling. Next time out, we move into the area of graveyards and the dear departed. And we tell you a story about a most distinctive type of fella. Well, happily enough, has an equally distinctive profession. He raises the dead. On the Twilight Zone next time, John Daner, Stanley Adams, and J. Pat O'Malley lend selective talents to a little item called Mr. Garrity and the Graves. <laughs> Was that a fart noise at the end? What? <laughs> Phoenix has a small wiener. <laughs> True. Okay, so next time, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, it'll be on the next podcast. If you're listening to the live stream or watching the live stream, um, it'll be Thank in you. a second, in a few minutes. But we'll talk about Mr. Gary in the Graves next episode. This episode, uh, I was just telling uh, Kali, I feel like I could think of a thousand ways to make this episode better. And just the quickest way is just removing the magical samurai sword. It makes no fucking sense, but... Oh, you know what? I I should I should have read uh, what Zickery said. I don't want to know what Zickery says. He's got some weird thoughts. I, sometimes he he concerns I, me. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know either. I didn't read it. Uh, I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. bother because I mean I I don't know like that that episode meant so much to me anyway. Like you know because it reminds me of my grandfather. So you know, and I appreciate of... that. It's it's not a ten. It's not a ten for sure. No, just to me it is. You know what I mean? But like, you know, to to be like unbiased, no, it's not. Can you can you judge but, it without your bias? Like, view it objectively. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, like, I'm I'm used to it. I I mean, I I have to for our ICP, which you know is difficult. <laughs> it's like uh, when you fill out your brackets for you know the college basketball tournaments. I'm like, Michigan State's gonna win. And I'm like, they're not gonna fucking win. Let's fill it out honestly. Like, what do you really think this episode deserves? I'm just curious. Yeah. 
I, I said something about a driver in um in a Pro Mazda, and then we went to uh, uh, the the uh, races that that was right here around the corner, uh, which is cool because they're they're going never mind. I'm going to talk about it. But um, when, when we were there, he saw me, and he was like, yo, that was fucked up. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, why'd you say that? And I, I was like, what did I say? <laughs> he was like, you, you said I was garbage. And I'm like, oh, you are. <laughs> and and he it was just, he kind of like went like, and I, I just stood there. I didn't know, I didn't really didn't know, I didn't forget who he was. <laughs> I just said that because. Yeah, I just felt like, I don't know. And then he, then he walked away. I was like, that, that was interesting. <laughs> That's a good number. Huh? That's a cool number. <laughs> what do you objectively give this? How the fuck did... I, I get what you're saying, but... One to ten, Frank. <laughs> yeah. What? That was like 8,000 letters, but no numbers there. <laughs> <laughs> What were you I, asking? I, oh, score? I asked you three times. Can you objectively? I said my score in the beginning. 10 out of 10. No, 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 no. Take the objectivity or take put the objectivity oh. back in it. Take the nostalgia out. What's your objective score? Oh, eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's all we wanted. That's all we wanted. My bad. Why, no, why I'm fine with you telling the story, but you still got to answer the question or at least hear it. Hear the fucking. Yeah. If you want to ignore me, that's fine, but you didn't even hear the question three times I asked. <laughs> That's the problem. Oh no, a story popped in my head. Sorry, I talked. Yeah, <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things. This is why these shows go long. Yeah, let's get the fuck Anecdote out of here. Mode. Plugs, mode. plugs, and we're out of here. I I have no filter, man. You know, <laughs> it just comes out. I have no plugs, Adam. Do you have any plugs? Yes, rareslostflicks.com. Adam, plug time. Jensen wishes to plug. Apparently, reddragonsradio.com. Adam wishes to plug Raiders of the Lost Flicks.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a Hampton and for hours and hours. Oh, and also in the Sports Car Podcast, Way Off Topic Radio Podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug LIWstudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland. Send us your Twilight Zone thoughts in writing or audio to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com, or tweet us at LIW the TZ Review. We will read and or play them on the podcast next time. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West, joined by Frank Links, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. So long, citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now. Oh, Kali gave it a six. And Jansen, don't fucking ask him to give plugs. You know the plug button? Just shut the fuck up. Dude, I just... Just shut the fuck up. I want to give him plugs, bro. He has the plug. I have a plug button. What? Just shut the fuck up. I forgot. I'm sorry. Okay, well... Oh, break time. Oh, fuck you, dude.